Pashas Mishpatim Shlishi Parakhafes Pasakal Ki Yav Air Ish Sadeh Okay, a person will lead an animal to a field or vineyard. Shilach S Biro and he will set loose whether he sets loose his animal, Ubir Basata Acher, or it grazed in another field. Meitav Sadeu, Meitav Karma Yishalim, the best of his field and the best of his of his vineyard, he shall pay. Says Rashi, Ki Yav Er. All these words share the basic meaning animal. Us and our animals, we and our animals. That's what the word in this passage means. When a person will lead his animal, a person will lead his animals to a field or vineyard of his friend, and he will damage him in one of two ways. Either through sending his animal or through it consuming. The word, so the, the word u is an or. Meaning either sending an animal or eating, or having it eat it. Chazal say the word vishilach is referring to the damages of the foot. And the word ubir means that it's going to graze, causing the damages by the tooth, by shame. In the field of another person. Um, evaluate the value of the damage. And if the owner wants to, of the animal who caused the damage wants to pay the victim the value of his damage in the form of land, he has to pay from the best of his land. If it's a worth of sell, he has to pay a sell's worth of the highest quality land he has. He teaches you that when a person wants to pay, um, he should pay damages with the highest quality of land available when he wants to pay with um, with 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 land. I mean, obviously, it also happens to pay with cash or multiple goods as well. That's what Rashi is saying. When he wants to pay with land, he has to, he has to use this option. Also, okay. key to say, ish when a fire will come out, matzah kotzim and it will find thorns, benechal gadish and it will burn. A stack of grain, or a cum, or standing crap, or a sado, or a field. Shalem, yishalem hamavir es habeira. The person who kindled the fire will pay. Says Rashi, ki te seish, I feel me'asma. Even by its own, and you didn't ignite it. Umatza kotzim, and you'll find thorns, which Rashi says means cardons, which means thistles in Old French. Benecha gadish, shalichacha bakotzim. The fire licked the thorns. Like it flowed, it continued, until it reaches the grains, or something that's attached to the ground, not just detached. Or a field. It was scorched, he scorched his plowed field, which didn't have anything growing on it. And now you have to plow it a second time. That's the second type of loss, another type of loss. The one who kindled the fire has to surely pay. Even though he lived in his own property. But it went out onto the thorns and it, and it caused fire. Because it did not take care of the burning coal so that it should not develop into a fire which would go out and damage. A person will give a friend money or vessels to watch. It would be stolen from the person's house. He finds it in the Ganav's house, the Ganav pays too. Rashi says, How do we know that it's stolen from the words of 
the, the Shomer that he said it was stolen. Meaning in the file, in the next passage, the owner of the missing object takes its, takes the Shomer to court to swear that he did not steal. So it can't be that it has been proven that it was stolen because he has to swear. Rather, it must be that the person, the Shomer claims it's stolen. And then it says, The thief should pay double to the owner and not to the, and not to the, uh, not to the Shomer in this case. If he doesn't find the Ganav, then the owner brings the Shomer to the court to substantiate the claim that he did not lay his hands upon his fellow's property. Rashi says, And the guardian who is the Baal shall come. So the owner of the house in this passage is referring to the Shomer, not the owner, actually. El Hadayanam, and he shall be brought. The Balabais means the Shomer should be brought to the judges. Ladun Imzet, to be judged which, which, with the actual owner of the plate, of the object. Lishavalo, to swear to the owner, Shalshal Chadobe Shalom, they did not tamper or touch his property. Pasukhas, Al Koldabar Pesha, and he's going to swear about anything negligent, that any, any, any sinful word. Um, Ashor, Al Hamor, Al Se, Al Simla, Kol Avidah, for an ox, ox, donkey, sheep, garment, um, any lost object. Ashor Yomar, that he will say, Ki Huzeh, about which he will say, that it is this. An Halahim, to the judges, Yavo, Devar Shneim, uh, shall come both of these claims. Ashor Yashiyun, Elohim, Yashalim, Shneim, whoever the court finds guilty, will pay two to his fellow. Rashi says, Akol Devar Pesha, any simple word. This is how Uncle translates it. She not say shakan bishvaso that the shomer will be found like a liar. She yalid aidim for witnesses will come and testify. Shu atzmogano that he himself stole it. Biar shiu elohim alpia aidim and the judges will convict this shomer for stealing through based off these aidim. Shalem shnayim lereiv he should pay double to his friend. Limcha akasiv the Torah teaches you should toin bepikadon one makes a claim about an article a pikadon a deposit. That was under his care. Lomar Nignav Himeno, saying that it was stolen from him, Vidim Sushu Atmo Gandhu, and we find that he himself stole. But Shalom Tashomikaifa, yes, paid double. The Imam say, when does that happen? It was not Shanishba, when he swore that it wasn't, it was stolen from him. Ba'afkach Ba'edim, then he went into this Kamish. Kachlish Rabbisin, that's how the rabbis understand the Pazak. Vidikrav Ba'amais Elohim, the house owner will be brought to the judges. Karivazu Shuahi, the approaching means there's a Shua, and that's when. In the next passage, where we find that he stole, he stole to himself, he'll be have to pay double. So the, the Rashi brings a measure that says maybe that's not the case. After I'm going to show you to the word kirva means shvua, or in our din, maybe it means to be judged. So kivit shvua din, the kafar lomer nignava. Once the guardian, once the, the shomer comes to court and denies the claim that it was stolen, um, that it was stolen, yanis chayev kifal. In Bo Edim should be other. And then once the Edim said that I was in his hands, he should be high case. to say that maybe that's the reason of the possible why it's high without a shua. The words is no. Never can shlechasiad. Never lamatel shlechasiad. The Torah uses the word shlechasiad in both these contexts. So it says below shua Hashem Tia Ben Shneim Imul Shalach Yado. Malaham Shua Akan Shua. Just like later on, it's going to talk about shua. Here too, the pasuk that we're referring to is in the context where the Shomer is giving making a shua. I'll show you Mark Yuzet, about which you will say, this is it. The Fibshu, according to some reading, it means this. I'll show you Mark Yuzet, the witnesses, the witnesses will say, Ki Yuzet Shnishpata, Allah, Harei Hu Eslacha. 
this is the very thing that you swore about, that it was saying was stolen. Look now, ki it's by you in your possession. Um, in this case, to the judges shall come both their claims. Um, and they'll examine the witnesses. And if the witnesses are kosher, they're valid. They'll convict. He'll be double. And if the witness and if the court convicts the witnesses, which we will find that they will actually zomim in, and they were actually lying, and convicted that they weren't actually there, they'll have to pay double to the shomer for trying to cause him to lose that double amount. That's the simple reading of the pasuk. But the rabbis say that the rabbis expound on the pasuk of kiyuzeh. This is this. This that it is this, which the original simple reading of the pasuk is referring to. The uh, the words of the 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 words of the object itself. So Rashi says the rabbis understand it to mean lamid she'in mechayvin also shua. It means to teach us that we are we do not subject subject the shomer to a shua. Elkin holds mix unless he makes a partial claim. Lomar kach v'kach ani chayvacha for more sending now be many. By saying like I owe you a little bit and the rest was stolen from me, that's when he's going to be chayv shua, which is known as a shuas modu b'mixas. When a person will give his friend a donkey, an ox, a sheep, any any animal to watch, and he'll die, or will break, or will get seized, there's no one to witness it. Says Rashi, the previous discussion was talking about an unpaid watchman. The thick of Potter also begins with the throne is going to exempt him if it's stolen. The Torah says, if it's stolen, then he brings the Shavuah. The teaches you, see, if he was telling the truth, and he swore honestly, then he would be exempt. This discussion in the Torah is actually referring to a Shomer Sachar, a paid watchman. Therefore, he's not going to be exempt if it's stolen. It shall be stolen from him. He should pay. But on a complete accident, out of control, God makes me ask, like it just dies by itself. Onishbar got injured. Onishbar, or it's got seized. Bechazaka, you listen through bandits, out of his control. There's no witness in the saying, that's what about the matter. That's an honest. The Shu of Hashem should be between the two of them. As long as he didn't touch or use the uh, use it in the service in, uh, in the property of his friend. And the owner shall accept it, and he should not pay. The shomer should not pay. It says, He swear that this is exactly his claim. And also, he didn't. He should swear that he didn't use it for himself. Because if he did use it, then it died by itself. He automatically becomes obligated in any accident that occurs. The owner should take hashvua, meaning he should accept the shvua from the shalem, lo hashomer kulin, the guardian should not have to pay at all. Pasigibes im, the im, pasigidalf, I apologize, im ganav yuganev miyamo, yishalem lavalav, and if it was stolen from, if it will be stolen from him, he has to pay the owner. Pasigibes im tarof yitarif, if it will be torn to death, yuviyayo aid, he should bring a testimony, hatrefa, lo yishalem, you should not pay for the torn animal. So the Rashi im tarof yitarif al dechayra, or through a beast, if you aid bring 
aid, which means if you aidim shnitrafabonis, bring witnesses that it was died out of your control, upater, and one would and one would be exempt from that. for the torn animal, It doesn't say he should not pay for a torn animal, Ella Hatrefa, but the torn animal. It seems like there's another animal that is torn that you do pay for. There's a type of animal that's torn that you do not pay for. So what's the example? An animal torn by a cat, a fox, a marten, is chayat to pay. If it's a more vicious animal, that tears the animal is exempt. Who made you think like this? Why would you make this difference? The Torah already says that he's exempt if he dies or is broken or captured. A person can't save an animal from dying. If it's, if it's going to die, it's going to die. So too, when the Torah says that Shomer is exempt from injured or captured animals, it's only when he's unable to save it. But if he could save it, like this Pasuk implies, he would be obligated to pay. A person borrows an item from his friend and it breaks or dies. And the owner is not with him. Shalem b'shalem, he shall surely pay. Says Rashi v'chishal, the lamid al hashol shachai be'onsim. The borrower is chayv and onsim in accidents. Ba'alav inimo, im ba'alav shor shor inimo, hashol b'malachto. Meaning, if the owner of the axe was not with the borrower, in the sense that he's not at the borrower's work, he's not working for the borrower, then he'll be chayv to pay. Pasuk yedalav im ba'alav hu inimo. If the owner is with him, lo yishalem, the 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 shawal does not have to pay. Im Sakhir, who, if he's a hired worker, who uh, Baba Saro came in return for his rental, so he has to uh, pay. Posa Gedalat says Rashi, Imbalav Imo, Bain Shahu Ba'usa Malacha, whether the animal's owner is involved in the same task as his animal, Bain Shahu Ba'malacha Acheris, or doing a different type of work, Haya Imo Bishash Sheila, if he was with him working for him at the time of the borrowing, Ain Otsarach Leos Imo Bishash Shuyas Mesa. He does not have to be with him working for him at the time when the Onus occurs, but as long as at the beginning of the loan there was a um, the owner of the the, the 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 owner of the animal was was um, working for the shoel, then the shoel would be exempt for onsen. Im uh, but if he's hired, im ashor ino shoel if the axe wasn't borrowed but hired, leased out. And that's what who is referring to the animal itself. It came into possession of this lease. We see of the shoal of the of the socher through its fee below rather than through borrowing. Then call nashlo and doesn't have the same benefits from from this deal. because he's only going to be able to use it because he's paying for it. mishpat shoal doesn't have the din of a shoal. It's chayv onsim to be obligated in onsim. but we don't know actually know his status. Is he like a shemachinam? Is he like a shemachinam? That's why the, the rabbis argue. So, Sokhar Ketza Mishan, what does he pay like? So, Meir says, Kishamachinam, and Rebuto Meir Kishamachinam. Pasuk Tazvav, Chi Yifate Ish Besula, a person uh, will seduce a young girl who has no, has Besulim. Asherlo Orasa was not married. Shachavimat, and he will lie with her. Mahor Yimaharena, Lolisha, he shall establish the marriage price for her as his wife. Rashi says, The word Yifata means to speak to her and convince her until she listens. When he should persuade her, 
Lashon Arami, Kepitu, Lashon Ivri. Shidol and Peter are the same words, meaning persuasion. Meheri Marena, Yifsa Glomor, you should establish a marriage price for her. Like a man does for his wife, that he writes a ksuba, and then he marries her. If the husband, if the father refuses to give her to him, he has to pay the value of this marriage price. Which is the 50 piece of silver value. As we find by not just the Mephata, but a person who forcibly takes a girl. This 50, 50 kasef, so here too, it's the same thing as well. We should now allow a sorceress to live. It says, Rashi Machsev, Machsev al-Sakhiyah, El-Tumas, Biyad, Bebez, and she should die through the courts. It's not specifically a woman, but even a man. But this is the common minog in the times of the Torah. Shemashem Mitsuyos, Machshefos, women were commonly sorcerers more than men. Also, Gibchas, Kol Shrochev, Yibayim, Mosumas, anyone allowed that the animal shall surely die. Rashi says, Biskila, with stoning. Rovea, Kinirvas, the man who has these relationships is like a woman with these, with the animal, Shakasabam, Demeyabam. It says the handle, which we know Demeyabam, as Rashi said earlier, is referring to Skila, stoning. Pasukitasavech, Lelohim, Yicharem, one who slaughters to the gods shall be destroyed. Only to Hashem alone. It says Rashi Lelohim, Lavarazar, to the idols. Ilu Hayinakur, Lelohim, if it said Lelohim, with a Tzere, Hayitzarach Lefarish, the list of Achirim, it should then said Lelohim Achirim, which means other gods. Achshav Shamar La Elohim, with a Komat, and then a Segel, so Eino Tzarech Lefarish Achirim. It doesn't have to say others, because that word by definition does not mean Hashem means idols, gods. Shekol Lamed Obeiz, Mishamish Barosh. Hateva, because any lamin of Bezos is a prefix, if it's written with a shva, like Higon, to the city, to the king, to the wilderness, it should be more specific. And if you don't explain it, we just assume it means everything. Cain lay lo him. So here also, when it says lay Elohim with that seirei, call Elohim the mashma filo kadosh. It sounds like even all gods, even the sacred ones, which is like Hashbaruch. Avakishi nekuda b'patach, like la melech la midbar la ir, no gabe izem mako melech midaber. We're talking about a specific uh, type of king, person. Chain la ir to the city, no gabe izem midaber. Chain la Elohim to the gods. Also, in Shiru's heart, and the lame mako makar, the ones that are already discussed. Kiyotibo. And we find it similarly, There is no nothing like you among the gods. Because the verse does not explain which gods we're referring to. That's why we have to have a kamatz to, to say it's the gods, which means the Avodah nothing's like you, Hashem, among the gods' idols. They should be put to death. It was mean to be destroyed. We don't know if the person does adultery, dies. But we don't actually know what type of worship a person is high for for Misa. Um, and in order to that, you shouldn't say that that every type of avoda is going to be slaughtering to the gods. Just like slaughtering is going to be something which is done in the Mikdash. 
I'll include also sacrificing, uh, burning things, and pouring libations, which are things that are done in the Mikdash. Whether or not it's normal for that to do, since it's done in the Mikdash, that's already a problem. Sweeping up the floor, or sprinkling the water, or embracing the idol, but I'm not sure if kisses it. In Bamisa El Basar, that's only in Israel. The ger lo sona should not abuse a stranger. You should not uh, oppress him. He ger mayis of eretz mitzrayim because you yourself were, were strangers in the land of Egypt. Says Rashi, the ger lo sona. Onas tevarim. This is referring to verbal ona. As Rashi says, it means contrarier, which means to vex. In old French, kamo v'achati es monayich es besaram. The word monayich in the pasuk. Found in Shayahu means I shall feed those who harass you their own flesh. North robbing their property. I mean, obviously, the Osir, but this is an added Isser for a ger. If you abuse him, you took him from strangers. Don't say the don't accuse your friend of a flaw among. Which you, you yourself have. That's right. That's what the Pasuk means. You are a ger in Eretz Mitzrayim. Rashi says, Anytime it says the it means he wasn't born in the country where he is living. But he came from a different country to live there. Don't persecute any widow or orphan. Says Rashi. Who had the law? This is obviously true to any person. But the Torah is speaking in the present because normally these people are more, more abused because they're weak. But the Ramatul I know something is very common to to abuse them as well. If you will press him, persecute him. For if you will cry out to me, I will listen to him. This is a abbreviated puzzle. It doesn't explain what the punishment is. Like it says in the Torah and in Bereshis, anyone who says Kayim but doesn't explain what happened. So Rashi says, It doesn't tell us what the punishment was. Here in the Torah where it says, if you will persecute him, it is a threatening explanation. At the end of the day, you're going to have to take your due Lama, why? Because he's going to cry out for me, I'm going to listen to him, and you're going to be punished because of it. Pasuk Chav Gimel. Bechara api, and my anger will burn, but rakti eschem, and I will kill you. Bechara with a sword, value to sheikh amamonos, and your wives will be widows, b'neichem yisomim, and your children will be yisomim. Says Rashi, mimash b'shanemar. So from the fact that the Torah says, rakti eschem, enu deyesh, and sheikh amamonos, b'neichem yisomim, if he's dead, of course his wife will be amamonos, and his kids will be yisomim. This is actually an additional curse, the fact that he's going to kill him. Because the widows will be constrained in their widowness from the living. Because there won't be any witnesses witnessing his death. So they're going to be stuck. They can't remarry. And the, the children will be Yisomim. They won't go into the father's property. They won't know if the father was de- dead or taken captive, and therefore the children will be without any support. In Kesef, 
when you will lend money to my people. Asa'ani, the poor person in Imach that is with you. Lo siya lo kinosha, don't act towards him like a creditor. Lo sasimah lo amneshach, do not place interest on him. Says Rashi, im kasatob asami, rebishvel omer, kol im ve'im shavatov rishos. Anytime when the Torah says im, it means you could, it's a voluntary act. Chutz mishlosha v'ch z'achamim. Chapter 3, and this is one of them, Rashi in the previous parasha mentioned this idea too. Yes, Ami. Ami, the guy. My nation or a non Jew, Ami, my, my people go first. Ani, the usher, Ani, Kodam. A poor person and a rich person, the poor person takes first. Ani, Yachab, Ani, Ircha, you're poor, or the cities of people that aren't, um, of, of, or, or of the city. Alachiz, Ani, Yachab, Kodamin, you're poor, which means your relative comes first. And the earth of any year, your city of other cities, and the earth of Tongue your city comes first. This is the Mashmos of Imbekesif, Imkesif Talvet. Esami Talabe, who lend it to my people, called him a guy before Goy, Lazen the Ami, Esani to the poor, Lazani, the Osus Sheimcha, the ones that are with you, so you have a closer relationship with, that's um, who you have to go first. Dover Acher. Don't treat him like don't humiliate him while you're lending. Shuami, because he's my people. You should look at yourself as if you are the poor person. When you put yourself in a position, position to treat him nicely. Don't act like a creditor. Don't forcibly claim against him. If you know that he doesn't have, alti doma love ki ilu don't appear to him as if you lent it to him. But as if not, don't embarrass him. Blashach. Blashach means to increase. Because the snake makes a very small bite in the foot. But the market doesn't even feel the bite. Then suddenly this, um, the, the poison causes puffiness and swelling through to the head. He's not aware of the ribis. Until it comes up and accumulates and it causes him to lose a lot of money. That's why it's called Neshach. If you take a security from your fellow's garments, until the sun sets, you shall have it returned to him. It doesn't mean you're taking it with him, taking a loan at the Shasavah. Rather, the collateral for the, from the borrower, when the time of the chol, when the debt is arrived, is due, but you know, he doesn't pay, that's when you take the collateral, the halach is, you have to return it after, by the sunset. The Torah makes you repeat the act of taking security, even if you have to do it a lot of times, uh, because each day, each day he needs it back. says to to the Jews, come out to Chayavli. Consider how much you owe me. Every day, every night, your soul goes up. That's an accounting. This and it found, and it's found to be in debt of me. But in Allah, and I return to you, the soul to you. So So you too should do the same thing: return and give it back, and then return and give it back. Return to him for the entire day until the sun sets. When the sun sets, talks over to land and you should take it away from him again. The next day, you don't need it at night. 
Pasal Chalav Rashi says, Kisuso Levada, it alone is covering. Kisim Lasolo Ro, it covers the skin. Amayishtav, in what will he lie down in? And then he's going to cry out to me and I'll listen because I'm compassionate. So Rashi Kisuso, Zutal says this is cloak, meaning the garment for his skin refers to the garment that touches the skin, which means the shirt, and his covering, which is Kisuso, is above the shirt, which is like the talus, the cloak. Sumaso means Zucholok is in the shirt. The Mayishkav, the Rabbis Asam Matzah, this includes a bed linen, that has to be returned at night.